And welcome to Down the Alley. This is PMAC. And Ted T.S. Spiridis. And happy Sunday. Another great week of lacrosse. There's college lacrosse going on, you know, uh, playoffs, the tournament, um, a busy week in the lacrosse scene. I think some interesting scores and, and conversations have been had. And I'm excited to see kind of, uh, you know, the reactions to the score. I know you had a you had a tough week in, in some of your picks. So uh, I think we're all, we're all one and three. If I had to, we will get into it, but yeah, I, was, yeah. I, don't hard, think, but I don't think anybody else jumped off the page. Um, but it, um, this is, this is like the best stretch here for me personally. And like, in like my year, yeah. it's, it's like May 15th timeframe until about maybe June 15th. Yeah. Yeah college lacrosse playoffs starting. So the NCAA tournament started this weekend where there was eight games on Saturday, Sunday, you know, of, of good teams, obviously playing in the tournament you have, you know, your high school teams are kind of starting to fall into place, kind of know who's who we got some big conference matchups, maybe some matchups that are seeding implications for sections which makes it really fun. The weather's starting to get nicer here in Minnesota. So going out to watch a high school game, it's not like you don't have to put on like the winter parka. Um, you can enjoy it. You know, for those that are hockey fans, you got NHL playoffs. I, they just started, but in a go wild, baby, big that, overtime winner today. Let's go one and all. Here we go. You know, in a typical non COVID year, they would be maybe in the second round by now, but you know, we got that going. Um, and, and yeah, so there's just a lot of great stuff, but I do want to start. I just watched the end of the Denver Loyola, the game, the final game of the, uh, first round of the NCAA tournament and it, uh, Loyola won 14 to 13. Wow. It, so it was just an offensive. I mean, the defense wasn't bad, but the offense was so good. Both teams, just the team offense and like shooters got to shoot in that game. I mean, guys were just posting up from deep and it was like different release points, different placement, shooting on the run, step downs. If you are an offensive lacrosse player, you're going to want to turn that on and take notes uh, because I think, honestly, I think I should just put the clipboard down, stop even trying to teach anything in lacrosse. I think my future coaching strategy is, Let's get in a room. Let's get the, let's get the big screen up. We're order pizza and we're just going to watch that game. Yeah. Uh, but last second, 20 seconds left. Denver causes a turnover down by one. They fast break down the other end. Guy gets one more on the doorstep, throws the fake goalie stuffs them for Loyola to win the game. Oh, so man. out of all the offense that was there, the goalie ended up uh, for Loyola making it's got to be the greatest, like most clutch save I've ever seen in 20 years of lacrosse. I mean, a Denver guy on the, on the doorstep buries that 999,999 times out of a million. And um, it, it was just a great, it was amazing. So uh, I'm fired up because most of the games this weekend were a little, little bit sleepy. You know, it was kind of like, some big time teams playing maybe some conference winners from mid majors. And they, 
maybe gave him a, a quarter, gave him a half. Drexel. Um, Drexel yeah, hung in there. Bryant hung in there today. So what, okay, not to like set you off, and I know Syracuse, you know, was yeah. dealing with a lot this year and, yep. you know, off the field. We don't need to get into that, but Georgetown beating them 22 to eight, I, that was a head scratcher for me. Yeah, I, I think it was 18 to eight, but either way, okay. um, you know, uh, Army probably deserved to be in the tournament um, yeah. more than Syracuse. Um, you know, it, Q's will always get the the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Um, I, I think that, you know, they had those two big wins versus Virginia and Virginia was a number four seed. So you know, maybe Army's schedule hurt them a little bit. I think Syracuse, they were able to get in because they played all the best teams all year. Yeah. So maybe that gave them the benefit of the doubt. I think Army was a better team. Um, Syracuse just was in shambles this year. But um, Georgetown's got a nice squad. And, um, you know, it's fun to uh, it's fun to see some like kind of different teams that are kind of up and coming. Um, you know, make the second round and um, next weekend should be an awesome weekend for lacrosse fans. For sure. Well, to get back to Minnesota lacrosse now, um, looking back at last week, um, to just start off the last week, Monday, the Hastings Kennedy, you know, you and JP coming out hot, you know, with, with Kennedy talking them up um, and uh, Hastings, you know, c- kind of coming out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm still a big fan of Kennedy. I think they really have been building a nice program over there. Uh, you know, they hung with Jefferson who I'm sure we're going to talk about yep. um, six, five game. They've kind of, they've kind of played teams tight all year, but kind of both ends of the spectrum. They've played good teams tight and they play bad teams tight. Uh, JP was really not super bullish on Hastings after he personally played him. I let him as a outside factor get into my head. So I just was like all in on Kennedy, but heck of a win for Hastings um, in overtime. You know, it seemed like it was a pretty exciting game. I was kind of following the Twitter feed and um, that's a, that's a nice win for Hastings. You know, they, they probably don't play a lot of, like Metro West teams throughout the year, uh, or maybe they play some South suburban teams, but my guess is they play kind of Eastern and South teams. And, um, yeah, you you know, it was a home game and they, they, they battled and won in overtime. So, um, hundred percent wrong on that, on that one. Um, but like all credit where credit is due. And, um, you know, I think as we go through this, I think my strategy, I'm better off flipping a coin, than trying to predict scores, but, um, you know, we'll keep trying. Well, I hope you have your coin ready for in a little bit uh, when we get to next week's picks. Um, one score, you know, as I was kind of reviewing, you know, Monday night's games, one score that stood out to me, uh, Buffalo 13, St. Michael Albertville 14. Um, St. Michael Albertville, you know, a, a team that, you know, maybe hasn't gotten over the hump, but has made some noise. Is it's close? Yeah, and both of those teams have joined the late conference now. Is that correct? Correct. Both are in the late conference. So that was an interesting score for me. You know, less 
less on the St. Michael Albertville side, but more on the Buffalo side. Yeah. Um, you know, making, making it a game. So, um, yeah, I don't know much about either team. Um, but yeah, like I think St. Michael gets a little bit more press, I guess, than Buffalo does. And maybe it's kind of hung in there with some of the better, um, better teams, you know, in the late conference, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a nice game for Buffalo. And I remember when I was coaching youth lacrosse, maybe this is probably 2012 ish timeframe. Buffalo had a pretty good, like seven, eight B team that I was coaching B seven, eight B in Bloomington. So, um, we met them in the state tournament, uh, and they had some really nice players. One of the top guys at, um, UNW university of Northwestern, uh, here in St. Paul, I think he was a Buffalo guy. Um, so they, you know, maybe they're a couple years away. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a nice, I mean, they're running, obviously running with St. Michael who, you know, has been competitive with other late conference powers. So yeah, that, that was, that maybe was a good game to go watch because 14, 13, exciting game or 15, 14, whatever you said. Uh, yeah. 13, 14. So yeah, Buffalo, they're on my radar and I'm going to talk about them more later. Okay. Um, going to Tuesday. North versus South. I think we hit this one, you know, on the head. Like we were like, Hey, South Super Bowl game border, inner, not even a border battle, inner city battle. Yep. Um, 11, 10 nail biter, uh, you and me, you know, picking the underdog, you know, a South, but Hey, uh, I, I'm sure we, we won the betting line on that. You know, no one would have, no one would have had that be a one goal game. So uh, yeah. I'll give JP the win, but uh, you know, we're winning the bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another game that I, I wish I could have gone out and watched. I look, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like it was a really good game. Uh, I don't know if we want to go into like the whole, now we're getting text messages and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's a separate section of this podcast. Um, but yeah, I think, I think South got up for that game, you know, after seeing them the next night at prior Lake uh, and get absolutely destroyed, which I would like, I couldn't like, I wasn't expecting that you weren't expecting that no. tough to come off a of back to back against PL. Like, you know, no, this isn't, this isn't me trying to rip on South, but um, I think like, I, again, I was like expecting them to come out and it looks like they did come out and play North, to a pretty competitive game. Yeah. And them going to, you can't judge that game against prior Lake oh. off of a back to back. And, and um, as we noted on the stream, like it, it looked like they had four or five guys on crutches, like maybe yeah. only six or seven subs. So it looked like they, they were maybe missing some, some guys and, and everybody's dealing with injuries. That's not an excuse, but um, it, it definitely was noticeable that they were down people. Come playoff time, I expect them to be a completely different team. Yeah, me too. Um, a couple other other games. I know that that was our Tuesday game of the night. It was actually moved, so it was played on Wednesday. Um, but a couple other Tuesday games. Wyzetta, uh beating Eden Prairie 9-2-8. I think Wyzetta, um might be on the rise here. Um, and Eden Prairie, you know, kind of losing another, another kind of head scratcher where yeah. Normally, normally that's just an easy win for them. Um, and we were really high on Ian Prairie before the season started. Yeah. Um, I think this says more about 
at this point about Eden Prairie than it does about Wayzata. I need to see more out of Wayzata, but huge win for them. I mean, it's been, I mean, maybe they've, they've locked in some wins over the years just here and there, but you know, it's uh, a late conference battle. They see each other every year, but Eden Prairie has just been so dominant the last 10 years, um, you know, and, just a great win for the Wayzata program. I mean, that's just whether they go on and win their section or not. I think that's a, you know, that's a win they can hang their hat on and kind of go at the end of the year, maybe something to build on for them. For sure. And another team that's heating up um, Egan over Rosemount eight to five. Um, I know Rosemount. I, I don't think they're playing their best lacrosse either. But Egan was – they looked dead at the beginning of the season. Um, so this was a win that I think is going to definitely give them some momentum going into this second half of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, I consider a win versus Rosemount uh, a quality win. Uh, whether, you know, whether they're w- where they were a couple years ago, you know, whether they're playing their best right now, you know, I, I would consider a win against Rosemount a, a quality win – and yeah, Egan has a lot of young guys that they're relying on. I think they're kind of in a rebuild this year and, you know, they got freshmen and sophomores that are starting and, uh, you know, just trying to learn how to play at the varsity level consistently night after night. And, you know, that, that's a nice win for them. I know, unfortunately we picked a different game and we were like all in on Egan and we'll, we'll get to that. Um, and, and they, they let me down, but, uh, that's a, that's a nice win, especially again, for, for coach Felter's squad of like young players. Like, I don't think he's expecting to go make a run for the championship this year, but having so many young guys getting quality minutes at the varsity level, kind of taking their lumps a little bit as, as you'd say, but gaining those experiences sets them up really nicely for, uh, you know, the next couple of years. For sure. And. Now going to Wednesday, the the classic down the alley jinx, the classic down the alley jinx. We were all in on Eastridge and <laughs> for whatever reason, uh, we were completely wrong. I don't know if Woodbury listens to the podcast or not. Um, they must. They, yeah, they must because they, they came out fired up and they beat them nine to three. So uh, yeah, that's an all out miss by down the alley across the board. Hats off to the Woodbury Royals. I was hard on the Royals. I was kind of like, I don't know what happened to their program. They used to be good. They're not anymore. And I, I hope they listen to that and use that as fuel to their fire to not only, you know, a quality win against a, you know, traditionally strong Eastridge team, but, uh, you know, board, like a, you know, inner city battle, you know, they all know each other from youth lacrosse. Um, and, and they just, that's just a statement win right there. Uh, and I don't know if they listen to, if they listen to us, but I'm starting to find out that I thought we had about five to seven listeners total, not seven, five to 700 or thousand, five to seven total. Uh, but it's becoming clear that people are tuning in. Maybe they just like the Minnesota lacrosse talk. Um well, it, it was we're getting, we're getting some scrutiny from coaches and players, people saying, I don't like that you picked our rival. We're going to, you know, team 36 kids jumping in saying, yeah, that was clear in the Lakeville game. We, we heard yeah. some things about it during the Lakeville game. And yeah. we also heard some things on our, on our kind of side game bet 
um, uh, on the Wednesday night, Jefferson BSM. I, I, we were getting tweets about this game. We weren't just getting texts. We were getting tweeted at because, um, you know, you, you, you jumped on BSM hard. Um, yeah. you, know, you were all over them. You, you didn't think, um, you didn't think Jefferson stood a chance really I, by the, by the oh. sound of it. If I remember right, that was a five to seven game defensive That's... battle. Yeah. Um, and, and, and we were calling it trap game. We were calling, you know, me and JP were on, were on the trap game. Uh, we were getting tweets. You tried to save yourself. I think, I think you got your name crossed off the kill list of, of BSM, but I can't guarantee that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is a great time. You know, again, more listeners than we thought I got a, long text message from my high school coach, Scott Cater, Bloomington Jefferson's still the high school coach there. Um, you know, we, we see each other a few times a year at domes and stuff and whatever. And, and I didn't know that he even listened to this podcast, but he was after that BSM game, he was like, like, Hey, we're for real. Can't count us out. You know, I, I know we lost, but you know, we, we held, one of the best teams to seven goals and in a two goal game. Um, and he was, you know, he was all in on his guys as he should be. And, and I, I want to make sure that I'm on the record saying, you know, I was wrong about that game. I, I thought Benilde was going to come out with a whole new playbook. You know, they get 10 days to prepare and just, just open up on Jefferson and Jefferson really solidified their place in, I would say the top four, maybe top three at this point. Um, they're going to need to find a way to score some goals. I think if they want to get to state or win state, but right now defensively, I mean, they are, they're locked down, you know, best defensive team at this point that I've seen. Yeah, no, good points. JP, thanks for hopping on. Uh, glad to have you with us. Um, but definitely want to talk more at the end of the show. We'll have, I want to talk seating in a couple of the sections because things are going to get weird. Um, that's going to be another conversation. And I also want to talk the official down the alley state rankings. We'll end the show with that as well. So more to come on that. You got to keep listening. Um, if, if you want to hear that later, JP, how, how are we doing this evening? Thanks for hopping on a little late. Doing, you know, doing all right. It's been a whirlwind of a day. I just spent the last five minutes trying to remember what my computer password was. And then for the last hour and a half, I've been searching for my car keys in my grandmother's house where there is just piles and piles and piles of stuff where they could be anywhere. Thank God my roommate came in clutch, was able to drive the keys down to Bloomington so I could get back up here, get on the podcast. But, oh, yeah, it's been one today, um, but happy to be on, happy to be here. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, jump into it. What are, we, what are we talking about? What we got going on? So, last Thursday, Thursday night game, uh, you were actually on the right side of this one. Uh, we left Ted in the dust, Eastview 11 over Egan 6. Um, I, I was high on Eastview last week. I, I, I've i seen them play live. Yeah, JP had- took Egan as well. If I don't, if I remember correctly, me and him were both Egan. Uh, he, oh. he was saying that he, you know, Eastfield only scored okay. goals in 10 games or something like that. 
Oh, yeah, I think you're you, right. I, you guys had that written That's down. Trying to sabotage me here. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> so, he doesn't know how to pick games, and like you guys made wrong picks, but they magically disappear. Hey, hey, no, my bad. I had that written down wrong. I guess I was the only one on the right side of this one. So fact check here. That makes me look even better. So thank you for that. Uh, I was I wasn't the only one on the right side of this. So I think yeah. Eastview they have pieces to win games, and they proved it there on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, that one surprised me. Um, not necessarily that Eastview won, but they what was the final of that? It was it was like nine to six. What was it? Eleven to six. So like they won pretty handedly. I didn't see the game, so you know, I don't know if it was seven six with four minutes left and then they scored four or whatever, but um, you know, the and now it maybe makes more sense. I kind of was sticking to that three to two loss to Jefferson being like, you know, what but only lost eight to six to prior Lake. So like you said, I think, you know, looking a little deeper, Eastview might have some pieces to the puzzle uh, might be a tough out in, in their section too. Uh, going to Friday night. Uh, this was the game of the week. This was probably the most anticipated couple of big heavyweights going at it. Um, BSM uh, showed what they're really about against Edina. Um Ted, you're, you're on the right side of this one. JP and I were on Edina just because, you know, I, I'm never going to pick BSM to win, and I don't remember why JP picked Edina, but either way, uh, the cake eaters. Anti-BSM being another private school. Um, yeah, I can't do that. Oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. But, um, but yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, I've been a little bit down on Edina, and I'm, I'm going to confirm my stance. I'm, I'm going to plant my flag. I think he died as fake news. Yep, I agree. You just guaranteed a pretty much run to the state championship game now. I I, I get a text pretty soon. You know, Andy Lee might be listening to this. He he can text me. Um, you know, his staff can text me. I I think I I've seen him play live. I I I think I don't know. I I I think they can caught people off guard early in the season. I I think come playoff time when you know. The coaches are going to watch the film, make adjustments. I, I just don't see it happening for them this year. I think what's interesting about this game, just looking at the box score, it's four to one to start the game, Benilde, and then two, two, three to two, Benilde for the second and the third, and then five to one, Benilde to close out the game. So, I mean, and their first goal of the game looks like it came within the first 54 seconds. So it sounds like Benilde just came out ready to go ready to just kind of take control of the game. And they did exactly that. And then not only did they take control of the game from the start, they got into the fourth quarter and said, Hey, we're going to bury you. And we're going to bury you deep. Just, and they by did. That, just by that score. It sounds like, or just by what you said, it sounds like the same thing that happened to prior. Lake. I saw BSM prior Lake. BSM came out hot and finished fantastic. And, and that's why the score was so lopsided. So I bet it was, if I had to guess, it would be a similar game kind of situation um that the bsm pl game was you know with edina i I don't disagree with you um i'm not ready to say fake news but i have seen them a couple times and you know against chan they were the better team on the field and i think i don't think chan hassan was ready for their transition um i didn't um i just i just didn't think maybe Chan overlooked them a little bit, which, you know, is not, again, not an excuse, but 
it, it just looked like Edina wanted to be there a lot more than they did. And Chan had just come off their win against Benilde. So maybe they were, you know, feeling really good about that or, or whatever. And then I also saw, you know, saw the game against prior Lake um, and, and prior Lake. They kind of crapped the bed, to be honest, in that game. I, they were up by three or four goals pretty late hats off to Edina. You know, it's a 48 minute game. They found a way to win some draws, get into transition and then win it in overtime. So, you know, I still think they're a top five ish team. I, I don't know if I'm ready to say they're the best team in the state. Um, you know, that well, lost to Jefferson Edina. Edina uh, is not, I think BSM again, we'll talk standings, but I think, I think BSM might be my one, but I, so I'm just kind of going off the rankings and, and Edina had the one, I think, you know, that win against Chan, then they went right back and beat Minnetonka. Like they've have some quality wins. I think, I think they're a good team. Um, but you know, Benilde is a team that's going to be organized, be prepared. And obviously they, they, you know, have, have talent across the board and, and it didn't seem like it was really a competitive game at, it kind of felt like I did, I wasn't there, but you know, as, as I was watching the kind of the live updates on it, it was kind of like Benilde was in control from the first whistle to the last, but you know, it, it's a good measuring stick for them. And um, it going into sections, you know, I think for Edina, that'll be, that'll be a good thing for them to not have all the hype around them. Uh, but I do think their style of play caught, like you said, kind of caught some teams off guard early. And if teams are ready for that, do they still have that competitive advantage? Like they just kind of, they're just a, you know, a fast paced, aggressive team. And if teams aren't ready to, you know, run with them, they can all of a sudden just fire off two, three, four goals. And then you're just rattled and, and, um, they, they definitely play an up tempo style from what I've seen. Going to Saturday, STA Eastridge. Uh, I was I was all in on Eastridge this week, um, and that kind of bit me in the butt. STA coming out on top, uh, pretty handedly. Yeah, I think I'm hoping there are some cadets listening and maybe heard my what was a two goal uh, favorite for STA. Kind of put a little fire under their under their butts to get going. Um, but yeah, I know it was a Pretty good game uh, for us, kind of end-to-end. Um, would have liked to see us kind of get into that 18-goal range. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of one of those games from first whistle is kind of wrapped up. It We have, I don't think, scored the first goal in a single game this year. So, Eastridge did get the first one. And I, I don't know who the kid was, but dodged down towards GLE, rolled back up, near side, low to high, absolute snipe was it. I Scary goal to see in the first one. I thought Eastridge was going to get a little bit of uh, momentum going for them, um, but the cadets took care of business. Um, so yeah, it was a good game. A nice Saturday afternoon, little little showdown. So, um, I do want to talk a little bit about STA. You know, as an unbiased, not a coach of their team kind of thing, I watched the stream of that of you guys play Chan. You know, Chan is is probably a top three team. You decide where you want to put them in the rankings, top four team. Um, and I think STA at the time of the game was 10. So, yeah. you know, a top 10 matchup. And Chan comes out 
and scores the first five in the first quarter. Uh, I think the first quarter ended five to one. Uh, probably was an emphasis for them heading into that game after some slow starts to Edina, slow start to Prior Lake, uh, and kind of getting in, digging themselves in holes and having to battle it out. So they jumped out early, but then I believe it ended 14 9. Yep. And so it was a 9 9 game the rest of the way. I think, I think STA had a couple late, maybe against. I couldn't really tell, but it, maybe it was some of like the backups or something, but you know, you had touched on something about you guys are, you're an elite team until you start throwing the ball away and, and beating yourselves. And that is exactly what I saw in that game. There was like these pockets of time where it looked like STA had no idea what was going on. And then you're kind of like, Oh, this, I don't know about this team. And then, you throw your, your six guys out there on offense. And it was like behind the backs and, and just off ball cuts and finish. And I was like, Whoa, like what's going on here? Like it was just this Jekyll and Hyde the whole game. So um, no, just an outside source. I know we haven't talked a ton of STA besides just kind of your updates, but that was a quality matchup for you guys. You don't get to the West side and play a ton of games. um, But Aside from that first quarter, it was a pretty exciting competitive game the whole way. Yeah, I I mean, we've talked about as a coaching staff, our team is kind of becoming like a sometimes team where some games are going to show up, some games they're going to not. But I think it's getting to the point where we're a sometimes team for every possession. Because like you just said, we either look like we're a top 10 team in the state or we look like a JV team that can barely win a game. And I think you could probably say that for pretty much everybody this year. Uh, Nobody's invincible. That's for sure. So this isn't, this isn't me trying to come in and say, all right, like let's fix STA. Like I know nobody wants to hear that, but I think (laughs) I (laughs) definitely. And I know PMAC wants to talk rankings a little bit, but I think they definitely are a top 10 team somewhere, somewhere in the top 10 depends on the day, but uh, number six on your team is is he's a legitimate player. Yeah, Baker Redding going to Holy Cross next year. He's gonna, I think, do some damage at the collegiate level. Um, but yeah, he he's a beast. In our game against Matamida, I think he had six goals um, and kind of carried the team along the way uh, to that victory. Um, but yeah, he's captain. He's on all of the STA, you know, military stuff whatever they're doing. I don't even know what they're, what's going on with that school sometimes, but I mean, yeah, I, he's a great, great kid. I, I mean, if I were the one voting on or submitting ballots for all state, uh, I think he's probably one of the best. I think he plays midfield. I mean, he kind of moved around all over the place, but he he's one of the best midfielders I've seen this year. Individual. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. Absolute hell of a player. All right, going to the upcoming week. We've got six great, uh, great picks here. I like every single one of them. Um, and my team to watch this week. Uh, like I said, Buffalo caught my eye with that with that score last week. So I am high on Buffalo. So expect some Buffalo comments as we go through this week. I'm, I'm jumping on the wagon. I just want to put that out there up front. So no one's shocked. So expect some Buffalo comments. I, I'm not going to call them a wagon yet, but I'm, I'm expecting some good things this week. 
to get them going on the right track. Um, and to start off the week, we've got a game uh, that has conference championship uh, implications. Prior Lake versus Egan. Prior Lake wins this game. They've got the conference. I know some people care about that. Some people don't care about that. Um, but it's a nice, you know, it's a nice little thing to put on your resume, right? Hey, won the conference. You know, it's, it's I don't know. I don't know if it's cool or not. Uh, but Prior Lake conference game on the line. Monday night, set the tone of the week. Here we go. What do you guys think? Yeah, Prior Lake, for sure. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put Prior Lake to win, I would guess, four or five. They're going to they're gonna take care of business. It's not going to necessarily be a big blowout, but I, Egan hasn't done anything this year to impress me. I, They've I put, been not, man. They beat Rosemont last week. I know, but I put my trust in them last week for Eastview, and they let me down. So you do me wrong once, then I'm out. So I, I we got a lot of guys on Prior Lake. We got some attachments to that program for sure. So guys, stick with the boys. Hopefully they pull out the section championship this year. That'd be good for them to uh, get the season going back in the right direction um, after a little bit of a slow start, if I may say so myself. Um. You know, Egan has has been trending in the right direction, but I also think Prior Lake has been trending up and in the right direction. Um, it's kind of the story of Prior Lake every year. You know, expectations are always high. Every, you know, they might lose a game early and everybody's like, oh my gosh, like Prior Lake, they're in a rebuild or they're, they're terrible now this year. And it's like, they're usually just trying to figure out, you know, they got such a surplus of athletes and talent. Like who, who fits where, you know, every guy on prior Lake is probably one of the guys on their club team, but they might have to be a D midi on their prior Lake team or, uh, you know, play midi instead of attack or whatever. And I think they're starting to figure that out. Um, you know, I'm not super impressed with Egan's polls and I think prior lakes attackmen are pretty, pretty solid, um, guys that, they want to get to the rack and they want to shoot. So I'm not ready to say they're going to win by 20, but I could see it be a six or seven goal win for prior Lake. So you're jumping on the, we, we have a down the alley potential jinx. We have a potential we, jinx. We jinxed, we jinxed Eastridge last week. So you're willing to put that on the line for PL. Are you willing to put it on the line? Cause well, you have I, final decision. I'm clearly picking prior Lake. It's it's I um I just speak how I feel about these games, even if I get outside text messages and DMs from people being like, I can't believe you didn't pick us. I just have to go by what I see on the field. And um, if you'd like me to flip a coin, I will. I don't have a coin, I'd have to go get one, but that's what you said you were gonna do this week. So if you Uh, if if, I'll be right back, I'll be right back. Uh talk going to get the coin. Ted's going to get the I I love I love this move by Ted. I, I, I absolutely can't get enough of this. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really intrigued to see where this ends up because if he ends up having a better pick percentage than us by flipping a coin, then we might just all have to start flipping coins. Well, I, 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 I know that I'm going to let Ted, that be Ted's thing. It, um, I'm in, but I am interested to see how it works for him. I mean, odds aren't terrible, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a right? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're on the right or wrong. <laughs> um, so what are you setting this game line at? I like I like Prior Lake minus six and a half. I I think that's fair. I think 
Yeah, I think that's fair. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna come out hot and just kind of take care of business. They got the motivation for the uh, section championship on the line. I think that should put them in the right direction. Sometimes that conference added pressure, conference championship. Yeah. Um, sometimes that added pressure kind of gets to teams a little bit. Um, so maybe over under, over under. Ooh. I'm gonna put it at. Let's go. Let's go twenty. Oof, I'm taking the under. All right. All right. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Egan does not have a lot of offense. That's... You set the line. You just uh, set the line. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm jumping That's on fair. the under. You, you set the line. That's fair. I think I think that uh, that might be the smart play this week then. Because Egan, you know, they're just trying to look at their game schedule right now. All and... right. That's got his coin. All right. Um. So heads, heads will be the home team. Tails will be the away team. Okay, so Prior Lake's home. Okay, so we're going to flip it. Show the camera here. It's heads. I don't – can you guys see that? I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. So, so, you're, so you're going Prior Lake. We have a potential jinx, jinx on the line. Yep. Let's see what happens. Let's see if it's real. It's, it's been real before. Uh, going to Tuesday. Um, a team that's been another team that's been heating up. Wyzetta versus Tonka. Um, Tonka has been consistent all year. Wyzetta starting to come around. They just beat in Prairie. So, uh, what do you guys think? I don't. I I want to hear what you guys think. Um, uh, go ahead, Ted. Uh, yeah, I think heck of a win by Wyzetta against Eden Prairie, but I I'm not. I'm not really sure Eden Prairie really is who we thought they were this year or traditionally what they've been. I don't think they're a bad team necessarily, but I don't think they're the almighty Eden Prairie Eagles of years past. Um, I think Tonka is solid this year, you know, probably a top five ish team. They're definitely top five. So, you know, I, I could see this one potentially not being close and I'm taking, well, I'll flip a coin, but, but you're, you you like Tonka. I do like Tonka, but I'm going to flip the coin for my pick. Cause it's, I have a better chance of being right. If I just have a 50% chance of being right, as opposed to using my brain, which I have a 0% chance of being right. JP, who are you taking? I got Tonka all the way on this one. Um, yeah, I think after a tough loss to a Dyna, probably not Tonka's best game, only putting up four goals. Um, I think they're going to come out. You know, they've had a week off from their last game. I think they're just going to come out hot, ready to go, ready to take care of business. Wyzetta, um, you know, like we've said, they're kind of pointing in the right direction, getting better. Um, but they beat a, a lower-end Eden Perry team by one goal. Um, so good win either way. You're always going to take a win, but one goal win against that team isn't that impressive to me. Um, that could have gone either way, really. So I'm going to take Tonka. I, I got Tonka by, again, kind of that six, seven goal range. So we'll put it at six and a half. I'm flipping a coin. All right. It's heads. And I believe why is that is home. So I don't know if you guys can see that, but. Uh, so so Ted, Ted's going why Taking away Zeta. And I'm I'm gonna Tonka's also, home. Tonka's I'm gonna home also, team. Tonka's home? Yep. You confirmed? Yep. Okay. So Ted is on Tonka. JP's on Tonka. Um, and for 
both reasons of I don't want a jinx situation and I love a good underdog story. And I think why it says heating up, uh, go Trojans. I'm on the Trojans. You know who's been heating up for Wayzata? Um, your guy, JP, Robbie Chermack, uh, former Team 36 guy, um, you know, super skilled player, senior captain this year. So shout out to him. I don't maybe he's listening and this is bulletin board material for the for the Trojans. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Robbie's a great player. It's good, good to hear he's a captain doing well. Another game to watch, not not a game of the night. Uh Buffalo versus Mound. Uh and Mound, uh big team 36 uh Fogo. Uh I've been talking to a couple coaches this last week, and I guess he's absolutely killing it. Um, so shout out to uh, and he plays on JP's uh, 3016. Jonah? Yeah. So I looked up the stats. They, it looks like they have a senior that's been taking draws too. So maybe they're confused. I, I don't know, but I think he has ha- seen some varsity time as a freshman, which is sweet. Um, doesn't take anything away from what he's doing. I just, yeah. I was looking that up and I, it looked like maybe I could have been reading the stat line wrong because it looked like the guy that was right above him on the roster. So maybe I read it wrong. Um, and if that's true, that, yeah, he's having a great year. Okay. Yeah, well, Jonah's an absolute beast. The kid walks around like he can't put his arms down because he's so big, big power lifter guy. He's got a binky for a, a mouth guard. So you look at him, you're like, oh, who's this kid coming out? Looks slow, right? Because he's just so big and strong, but got the fastest hands i've ever seen he was killing it at 36 all all club season long yeah that, that kid can carry a team kind of the same to you know the td Erland type type level or just get the ball on the offensive end every time and let him go looking to hump day uh maple grove versus rogers we've got uh we've got a few guys on the rogers squad um so i'm, I'm jumping on the rogers train for this one um, you know, cheering on our 36 players. Yeah. I, I think Maple Grove is a little unknown as far, I think they're a solid team that might not be getting a ton of attention. Um, they generally have a few guys that end up going on and playing in college or are pretty solid players. Um, they were top 10 when I was in high school. Yeah, I don't know much about either program, so I'm going to use the trusty coin play here. But, JP, your thoughts? Maple Grove is a good team. They took us to overtime. We ended up getting the win against them for STA. Um, But they're kind of one of those teams where if you give them an inch, they're going to take a foot. uh, And they run a sneaky zone every now and then, too, that I think will throw off a lot of teams that don't really prepare for that. Um, and you know, like I said, if you let them stick around, they're going to stick around and they've got at least two or three guys on the offensive end from the midfield that have some cannons coming out of that right hand. They can put it kind of wherever they want. So I could see Maple Grove coming out of this with a pretty solid win, uh, over Rogers on Wednesday night. So you're taking Maple Grove. Yep. Uh, Rogers is the home team. All right. We have tails. Never fails. Tail never fails. Uh, so I think I got, I think that's Maple Grove. Yep. You're taking Maple Grove. So again, you, you guys came in up on me this week, at least early in the week. Uh, I, I'm the lone guy on Rogers. Uh, look into Thursday. Uh, Blake versus EP. Uh, one of our team 36 coaches on the Blake squad. 
um, uh, Nick Midbow, offensive coordinator. Um, I'm, I'm rolling with the Blake Bears, you know, not to pick on Eden Prairie. Uh, I know we've been kind of chirping them today, but, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm rolling again, 36 squad. Yeah, I like that. I, uh, you know, like we said earlier, I've not been impressed by the Eagles out of Eden Prairie by any means this year. Um, and Blake, you know, coming off of I, never such thing as a good loss, but, you know, a respectable showing against the Chanhassen team, uh, 13 to eight. Um, so I think that's a team that can compete with some good, with uh, some higher end programs. And I think they're just going to take care of business with uh, a team like Eden Prairie. Um, I don't know what this score is going to be or anything like that, but I, I definitely am going to take Blake in this I'm one. Gonna, I'm going to flip my coin here. Uh, don't tell me who's home and away. We have tails. So the whoever the away team is, is who I'm taking. So you're on Eden Prairie. I'll take Eden Prairie. I think this could be a good, actually, um, a good game. I think both teams are similar in that they have, they have guys, right? They have some pieces that make them good, but maybe just don't have, you know, across the board, the depth or, you know, every, maybe they have some holes and it's, it's not allowing them to be like a top five team. Um, but you know, Blake has some really nice players. I haven't seen Eden Prairie personally play this year, but I know they have Will Foster. They have a couple good poles that, you know, are going to play in college. So, um, you know, the big story here for me is the Blake faceoff guy is pretty good. Uh, and I don't know if Eden Prairie has a, a pretty good faceoff guy. So, you know, if Blake can get possessions, I think that they have probably a better chance to win, but I am sticking with the, with the coin method uh eden prairie probably in a close game uh another game to watch um thursday night centennial versus benilde st margaret's centennial a gritty uh northern suburb they're ranked in the top 10 right now um and i, I i'm hearing rumors i'm hearing they're for real and again are, are they going to win the state championship this year I depends, but they've, they've drawn, like it, they get to state and draw the worst situation. It seems like every single year. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see what that Thursday night game brings as well. Yeah. Go ahead. Looking at Centennial's schedule, um, not to take away anything from them, but nothing on here is standing out to me as like a big statement win yet. Um, before they take on Benil, they've got Spring Lake Park and Totino Grace. Both teams that I think, again, if they win those games are not going to be games that I'm like, oh, okay, you're a legit team. You guys can handle their, your business. Um, but what is impressive to me about this team is that they are pretty much taking care of business against all these mid-tier teams by a, a high margin every time. Uh, closest game I've got on here is a three-goal margin against Maple Grove, who we just talked about is a, is a pretty legit team. Um, and they held them to four goals, so their defense must be doing something right. Um, I would love, 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 love to see Benilde go down with another loss and have eight and oh, or I guess at that point, 10 and oh, Centennial coming out of nowhere, maybe taking the top spot in the state or up there in the top five, maybe. Um, if they, no, no, no. If they go 10 and oh, and they beat Benilde Thursday night, they next week, next episode, they will be the, I don't care what you guys have down the alley. Number one, number yeah. one. 
I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that for sure. I, I would. I I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with Centennial. I, it's gonna be a tight game. I think it's gonna be kind of similar to the Chan game, maybe not overtime. But I think what you've talked about with Centennial them just being a, a grinder, upper, uh, you know, northern suburb uh, kind of team. They're gonna want to take care of business against Benilde, and they're gonna come out in that game being like, "Screw these guys, these private school kids. They don't know anything about gritty blue collar lacrosse. I'm gonna run through some, you know, preppy kid's chin and put in five goals in his face." So I, I got I got Centennial on this one. You already know what side I'm on. <laughs> uh, do you want the, my pick or do you want my thoughts first? Yeah, I just want your thoughts. And it's we don't even have to. It's not a game of the night. So you don't even have to pick if you oh, don't yeah. want to. That's right. That, this is yep. good. Uh, you know, I I love I've been high on Centennial. I think I think they are a good team and they just don't get the exposure because they aren't playing sort of the traditional powerhouses. You know, they're North Metro. There, there isn't as many big, their conference is weak. Um, but they have been to state the last two years. They've given Benilde, I think they've drawn Benilde both times. And, you know, they, they haven't won, but they, they haven't, it hasn't been a blowout either. Like they've kind of stuck around. They have some guys I don't know their names, but I know they have a couple guys who are going college players, uh, going somewhere next year. I would, I, I want to be on the centennial bandwagon here. I think, I think they have a lot going for them. I don't think they're going to be Benilde though. Um, I just don't know if they're ready for the firepower that Benilde has. I mean, they're doing stuff offensively that no other lacrosse team in Minnesota is doing. Uh, and, and I think they can hang though. And I think we're, for me, if that ends up being a three goal, two goal game, despite a loss, I think Centennial is for sure in the top 10 for sure. Maybe they are already. I thought I saw they dropped out though. I thought that, oh, maybe they did drop out. I don't know. Well, uh, I don't care. About I other rankings. Be willing I to care stay. About down the alley rankings. And if they win, yeah. if they win Thursday well, night, they yeah, if they win, they're a top five team for me. If they win, they're down the alley, number one. I don't care. I'm overriding everyone. <laughs> fine. Yeah, if they win, fine. Number one, uh, I'm going to look up Black Sub here and see where they're at. I, they were in the top 10 at one point, but I haven't really looked at the rankings this okay. week. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, they're number nine right now. Okay, so if they if they hang with Benilde, like if they're – you know, if we're saying Jefferson is a top four team because they lost only they held Benilde the seven and only lost by two, then if Centennial goes and hangs with Benilde by two, then we're talking a top five ish team, aren't we? Yeah. 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 But we, we don't we have to see what happens with them this week. Yeah. I can't and, and it, honestly. It, what like so you know then what maybe this is for next week but you know what happens then if it's fourteen to four or something like that you know I guess all the top ten then they're then they're fake news just like Edina <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding uh, okay so you know we won't speculate we'll let uh, let the boys um, you know let them settle it on the field um, I think Centennial has a lot of things going for them but. Benilde is a different class of team than I think they're they're used to seeing up there. For sure. 
going to Friday, uh, try to keep this thing moving along here for the listeners. Uh, I've been talking about Buffalo. You, you, you better expect some Buffalo talk. Buffalo versus Becker. Becker, don't, don't, I, you might not know who Becker is because I don't either, but they're six and three, folks. Becker's six and three. Buffalo, four and five. I think they're going to finish the season eight and five. They're going to go three and all this week. They're playing Becker. They're, they're heating up. They're heating up. Buffalo Wild Wing style. Asian zing me every time. And uh, Buffalo, they got a good goalie. And I, I think it's I, – I, I want to go to this game Friday night. Buffalo versus Becker. couple under the radar <laughs> schools. Is it in Watch Buffalo out. or is it in Becker? I'll go. I may go with you if it's in Buffalo. I'm not going to Becker to watch this game. Uh, hold on, Becker. Yeah. Where is Becker? I, my wife needs some new furniture for a new bedroom set, and they got Becker Furniture World up there. Uh, even though they have one in Burnsville too, where I live, but you know, I could just be. I'm going to the home store, the HQ. I'm going to catch a lax game while I'm up there. Well, well, you you. Might. Where is Becker? Where's Becker? Who's like, Becker? It's like two hours away from here, isn't it? It's like or an hour and a half north. It's like past Elk River. Okay, maybe I'm not going to this game. Uh, I'm flipping a coin. I have no thoughts. I know nothing about either team, so I'm just going to flip my coin. I got the away team, Buffalo. All right, so PMAC and Ted are on Buffalo. JP. I didn't show the camera. I don't know if you guys trust me. I trust you. Um, I'm going to go with the Becker Bulldogs. I mean, how can you not? It's just kind of a a, a, a good name for that team. Six I hope we get DM I mean, chirps from Becker Nation here. Bulldog Nation being like, you're counting us out. Like, come up to the game. We'll you know, bring you to the local restaurant, five-star restaurant, you know, the, down the alley, Becker uh, – you know, the Becker treatment, you know, to show us that, you know, they're building something up there. I just, I didn't even know they had a high school in Becker. Hey, this is the deal. I'm going to tag them. I'm going to tag them on Twitter on our, on their down the alley deal. And if they, if, if they reply and invite us to commentate that game, I'm going, There you go. I'm, I'm going and, and we'll hit up a local, uh, you know, restaurant and get a burger before yeah. the game. And we'll, I'll, I'll commentate the game. But they so got to reply and invite us. You have Buffalo. My coin said Buffalo, but JP's got Becker. Yep. I got All right. Becker. I love this. That's a, this is a, this is a game to watch here. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Either Buffalo, they better not let me down because I went all in on Eastridge last week and I ruined their season. So <laughs> I ruined their season single handedly. <laughs> All right, one more day here. It's Saturday. Uh, we have a border battle. I, I, I'm going to assume these cities hate each other. Um, otherwise, I'm going to fabricate this and yeah. make them hate each other. Yeah, rivalry game. So I, th- I, I'm pr- if, I, I guess I didn't go to either one of these schools, but I think this is a rivalry game, and I think these people are going to, you know, mess each other up. Um, St. Louis Park versus Hopkins. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're neighboring towns, so my guess is that you know they know each other. I don't know if it's really, really a rivalry or not. Like it, it is. It's the uh, it's the Highway 100 Cup here or whatever. You know the whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, two teams that um, are, are in their you know sort of lean years here. Um, 
you know, they struggle a little bit, I think with numbers, I think they, they haven't been super competitive. Um, but you know, for both teams now, this matchup kind of maybe is like, Hey, this is our chance to play someone our level and, and get a win for the season. So I was looking at like both teams on Lax Hub and it looks like St. Louis Park only has two games played. I don't know why. Um, you know, they're only two Hopkins is like one and eight. So I'm going all in on St. Louis Park for this one. You know, they're, they're, they're still, they're still early. Um, and I think, I think they're going to, you know, they're get, get maybe their first one of the year. Yeah, I like that. It looks like I, my speculation, of course, St. Louis Park has been, you know, dealing with, I'm assuming, COVID-type stuff over the last two weeks. It looks like they haven't played in about two weeks. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with St. Louis Park on this one. They got a game against Farmington on Monday, too, to get kind of a, a bounce-back warm-up game, too, before going into Hopkins. Um, <laughs> I don't expect a lot of high-octane kind of – glamorous lacrosse out of this game uh but i i am gonna take st louis park and kind of a gritty all over the place uh competition i'm taking heads the home team <laughs> who's the home team we got uh that's st louis park oh no honestly <laughs> though um so oh, wait, no, 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 I no, no, no. The- it's Hopkins. It's Hopkins. I read it wrong. Good. I was going to say, I, I kind of feel obligated to take Hopkins here because uh, their coach, Todd Frickman, uh, college friend of mine and former next door neighbor of mine. I, we bought our uh, Richfield house and then like moved in. And I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I live next door. And we didn't even know that we like moved next door to each other. Uh, and he took over the Hopkins program back when we were living up there. So um, I think he's still there. I don't even know for sure, to be honest. I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, I'm glad that the coin picked Hopkins so that at least now we have some people on both sides of the coin uh, to make this game interesting. All right. I got, <clears throat> I got a source here for girls picks. You know, one thing we've heard over the last week, people want girls picks here. Um, so hey, they can start a podcast then called on the alley or inside the eight meters something like that hey no they want us to rant and rave okay, fair and, enough. you know fair I've, enough. Seen, I've seen i just I'm, I'm an uneducated opinion on this well, but you don't well you're a coin flipper so you don't need to have an opinion you, you just that's a fair opinion 50 50 um, jp can you can you be on the uh home and away team situations as i r- run through these games yeah um so we've got Blake and Hill Murray. Um, I've seen Blake play. They're they're a good team. Um, so my source has taken Blake. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave him unnamed. I don't know if he wants to be named or not. So I'm gonna leave. Uh, it's this Burnick. It's not Burnick. It's 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 not my realtor. No free ads. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna join my source and on this one uh, for Blake over Hill Murray. What night is this game? I guess I assumed it was Monday if they know anything about how we pick games, but I, I guess I can't assume that. We have heads. Ah, take we home have, team. Who's it? You got the home team? I got the home team. Looks like you're taking Blake. Blake Bears. Who are you yep. taking, uh, JP? Are you going to try to jinx Blake or are you taking Hill? Uh, 
I guess you're in the private school world. Who do you hate less? Blake, probably. Blake. Yeah, Blake. Because like Hill Murray's an East Side team with you. Yeah. Oh, I so- mean, we already wiped the floor with them, but you know. So uh, you said that it was pretty close, wasn't it? But for a while there. Hill Murray, yeah, they yeah, they kind of got our number in the first half, <laughs> but gotta keep it honest here. Fair enough. <laughs> um, this next pick. Chan versus Breck, public school versus private school. Um, I, I've seen Chan play. They've got a lot of pieces. Um, Breck, I don't know much about. I know they're on the rise, though, for girls. I think they've traditionally been pretty good from yeah. my, in my limited knowledge of, of just the scene. Yeah. Uh, I think they've, they've had a, some pretty good teams over the last few years. This could be a good game. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Breck is on the rise. I think they're close. Um, I know Chan, was it Chan that had, I think Chan, yeah, Chan, one of Chan's better players was injured. I don't know if she's back or not. Um, but I'm going to take Chan in this one, um, as I've seen them play live and I haven't been able to see Breck yet. Uh, I flipped heads. So I'm taking the home team. That'll be Breck. Ooh. You know, so just talk again, talk about home and away here. I, I, have you guys ever been to Breck? Yes. Their hockey rink. I think that's it though. Uh, hockey rink, not on campus, the Breck. So Breck, yeah, I've never actually been there then. So Breck school, uh, you kind of like drive through a residential neighborhood and then all of a sudden it's just like tucked like in the middle of like, it's almost like the, the neighborhoods surround the school. And then you like kind of drive in and then there's like the school and the stadium. It's kind of a cool, um, it's kind of one of the cooler site venues, I guess, um, for just like football fields and lacrosse fields. So, um, it's a fun, it's a fun, fun little tidbit, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Breck Mustangs. I'm going to go Chan on this one. Uh, we got Chan at seven and two overall on their record and Breck at two and seven. Uh, so just based on that, I'm just going to have to pick Chan. Fair enough. Uh, our next game in Prairie, uh, who my source is taking over Stillwater. I'm actually going to fade my source and I'm going Stillwater as Eden Prairie hasn't impressed me this year. Taking the away team tails. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got Eden Prairie versus who was it again? Stillwater. So you're going tails. That's going to be Eden Prairie for that one. And I'm also going to go Eden Prairie for this one. So I'm solo on Stillwater. Nope, you, already put, you already picked. You already I know, picked. but I spoke way picked. too soon. You I spoke way too can't. soon. Nope. nope, you already picked. I know. You no, can't I know. No, I know. I'm, sticking I'm, to the pick. I'm against I'm all of you. I'm against all of you. You should have done your research. I'm sticking so, to the pick. But Stillwater girls team, 9-0, and and just taking care of business on every single game. 26-1 to to start the year against Irondale. And then, what do we got? 18-7 to against Woodbury in their last game. Wow, I, I got – I wish I had picked Stillwater. I'll put it that well, way, I guess. Again, limited knowledge here, but just kind of more general. Eden Prairie and Stillwater both have been state – tournament teams yeah. what the last maybe as far as long as i've been following like 
just Minnesota lacrosse. I feel like Stillwater and Eden Prairie in the state tournament every year. Like they win their section every year. Like boys uh, and girls. Yeah. And, and EP, I mean, obviously the EP girls, I know about them because they've, they've won so many championships and stuff, but Stillwater has had a lot of team, like a lot of like final four teams. They, they maybe haven't won the big one yet, but um, they had a nice girls program over there. Um, and, and I think Eden Prairie lost, has lost some games they haven't lost in years this year. So maybe they're down like the boys. It's kind of a, maybe a weird year, but um, this, this could be a spirited game, you know, between two teams that have a lot of pride in their program and are probably have seen each other, maybe not played each other in the state tournament, but like they, you know, they see the other team's bus in the parking lot being like, well, Hey, we're, we're a state tournament team too. Uh, next pick or next game, Tonka versus Wyzetta. Um, I, I think I jumped on the Wyzetta train on the boys' side. Uh, I did. So I'm going to continue, uh, stay on the Wyzetta Trojan train, um, as well as fading my source. Uh, my source had Tonka. I'm going to go Tonka on this one again, solely based off the records and no other knowledge about anything. Um, Wyzetta four and four this year, Tonka seven and two. Tonka's playing at home, you know, it just seems like everything's kind of lining up for Tonka to pull this one out. Tonka's I, girls team is really good this year. I flipped tails, so I think I'm taking Wyzetta. I believe they're the road. Yep, team. yep. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that pick, but <laughs> the coin is the coin. I think, I think Tonka beat it in Prairie early in the year. Maybe that isn't as quality of a win as. I assumed it was um, based on just maybe Eden Prairie being down, but, um, but yeah, uh, why, I guess I'm going with Zeta. Blake and EP back in the conversation. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with Blake. I picked Blake again on the boys side. Um, so I'm going to ride that train and, and pick him on the girls side as well. Had. A bit of a closer matchup on this one, at least records wise. Um, we got a six and two versus a six and three. Um, I'm gonna go Blake, you know, give throw mid bow bone on this one for the old uh, home team over at Blake. So Blake's home and Ted flipped what heads. So we're all on Blake. So we have a, we have a jinx, we have a jinx potential. Girls, well. girls, uh, lacks jinx here. Yep, we're all in it, including the source. So we have four people all in on Blake. I, I just because of that, I, 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 EP's winning this game. You know, speaking of, you know, I was talking about the Stillwater Eden Prairie like state tournament team type thing. Blake and Eden Prairie have met in the championship game like five times yeah. in the last yeah. ten years. So another game that could be a uh, competitive, spirited game i mean if you're a fan of girls lacrosse there's some good games this week it looks like uh last pick uh, or last game of the week um that we're gonna cover champlin park versus maple grove two programs i have not seen this year um my source is taking champlin park i'm gonna fade them i'm going maple grove huh Ooh, this could be a, a nice heavyweight matchup. Both teams eight and one. Ooh. You know, they're, they're 
seems like successful seasons, I guess. Tampa Park's kind of, you know, besides their one loss to Andover, putting teams to bed real quick in their games. They're <laughs> winning by six-plus goals a game. Good Lord. Um, I'm going to go Maple Grove. I think Maple Grove is going to kind of stun them, and they're not going to be able to put up, you know, 17-plus goals that they normally do. And Maple, Bro- Maple Grove is going to win in kind of a close one. I flipped heads, so home team. Champlin. Champlin Park Rebels. Yeah, I don't I can't comment on this game. I, I don't yeah, know I'm much. Nothing. I'm uh, trying to act like I know Maple something. Maple Grove was a state tournament team in 19, maybe I think. Out of section eight. Um, we can check that uh if I remember correctly, but um yeah, no, I think that's a good kind of a I wouldn't call it like a border battle, but I think, you know, Champlin and Maple Grove are, are sort of close to each other. All right. Last thing I had on my list, uh, down the alley, the official down the alley state rankings. What number? I, I don't want to do 10 because I'm in Laxab does 10. Do we want to do five? Do we want to do seven? What, what's, what's our number? I like eight. The, the down the alley, grade eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I was gonna say five, and then like a, like a maybe a dark horse could crack the top five, but we can do eight too. If if well, I guess PMAC, you have you can decide what you want to do. I I like the down the alley grade eight. Eight. Um, right. I, I, I like that. So, um, I, I'm interested. Do we want to work from bottom up? Probably probably top down. Top down. Yeah, we can do that. I got. Um, who, who do you guys think? Throw a name out. Who's who's your number one? Uh, Fine, I'll be, start the conversation if you don't want to. I hate to say it, but I, I'm. It's. I guess my number one would be the Red Knights. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going to go. Um. I think it has to be them. It's indisputable. One loss overtime. Good chant team. I mean, you can't argue with that resume. Uh, I, I might have to throw Chan Hassan in the, in the mix here with a win over Benilde, a win over prior Lake and a win over St. Thomas Academy who are all in the top 10. Uh, that's three top 10 wins. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go to Edina here just to look. They have a, I think they have a win against Chan, which is a top 10 win a win against prior Lake, which is a top 10 win and a win against Minnetonka, which is a top 10 win, but two losses. So we could probably take them out. And then Benild would be, you know, the, the last one, you know, obviously they have the win against Edina. Have they beat anybody else? Significant Jefferson, Jefferson, prior Lake. Um, yeah. They played Tonka yet. They play them this week. I believe that on Thursday. Yeah, they, uh, no, next, next, the 25th of May. So next Tuesday. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think, um, despite the blemish on the record to Chan, um, score like margin of victory against some of these teams. Plus you have prior Lake Jefferson, Andy Dinah wins. Um, uh, yeah, BSM number one. So speaking of Chan, they were gonna be my number two. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I like they're two as well. Okay, so that's a unanim- unanimous two. Now I think this is when it probably starts getting interesting. Uh, who who do you guys think for three? I think your options are Tonka and Adina, and head to head, Adina took care of business against Tonka. You got to Jefferson. Jefferson is my number three vote. Wow. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Shake it up a bit. I like it. Five Jefferson beat Edina, right? Yep. They have a six, five loss to Chan and a seven, five loss to Benil to number one and number two. They beat Edina six, five. And then those are re- so really they've, they've been one or two goal winner loss versus the top, you know, three. Um, you know, the, my only other option would be putting Dinah at three and Jefferson at four. I think you go Jefferson because Jefferson won the head to head. Yep. And lost by less to Benil, the one, but Edina did beat Chan, but I, I think Jefferson's the three, in my opinion, they're the three just by, you know, their competitiveness against, um, against Benil showed a lot. Yeah, and a win against Edina. And I also think I also think we have a like Jefferson is so interesting. I I agree they should be the three, but this could be like a penny stock just getting just going to the moon quick, and it could fall quicker. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I I think look I I'm putting them at three as well, but the, and some they- of the scores have been so weird. Yeah, I, I, I work like again, they, they could they could win their section and I and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's the interesting score of three, two to Eastview win. <laughs> you know, this isn't the baseball score. This is the lacrosse score. This is uh, their hockey team, their hockey team. Then they had the six, five win against Kennedy. And that might be an outlier because I, I do think Kennedy is a good team and it's a it's a border battle. So like no matter who's who, what, where, when you're always going to get a, 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 you know, a battle between those two teams, um, you know, beat, beat Lakeville South early in the year, 11 to five, that looked great until recently. Um, maybe not as strong and only a nine, seven win against Burnsville, but Burnsville has proven to be competitive this year. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they're a team built on defense. We talked about that, and it's they're they're not gonna score, they're not gonna win games twenty six to one. You know, like that's just not who they are. But a win's a win. They're finding ways to. I, win. Yeah. So I guess for the conversation is is Jefferson a better team than Edina? They beat them. They beat them. They beat them. Yeah. They beat them. So yes. Okay, and then so Edina has to, in my opinion, has to be the four because they they beat Chan, they beat Tonka. Um, and so I think Jefferson and Edina are probably like two very different teams, but probably equal in a, in the sense of like their ability to win, you know, win a big game. I, are you good? JP, you're good with Edina at four. Yeah. 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 All right. Who's going to stay in the top five? Uh, your options right now to me are Tonka, Prior Lake and Shakopee. So I was, Shakopee was on my mind. Tonka's on my mind. I don't think it's Prior Lake right now. So I was looking head to head, Shakopee and Prior Lake. Shakopee's got the better record, but they lost to Prior Lake. Yeah. Prior Lake has three losses, but it's to Adina. 
Benilde, and Chan. So three of the top four teams in the state right now. Like I said, there's no such thing as a good loss, but, you know, not bad teams to lose to. Yeah. I think if it's a 10-11. Who is Tonka beat? Uh, Tonka right now. They've they've beat Eden Prairie by six. Um, Not that that means anything, but, you know, that's kind of one of their early wins. They beat Lakeville North by one. They lost to Edina by three. Not blowing me out of the water. Um, not really. They don't. They haven't played the greatest schedule, to be honest. You know, you think like all oh, late yeah. conference, but um, they do get Benilde in, in, in next week, which could be that could move them. You know, I think for the benefit of the doubt, they've only lost to the number four team, but they they haven't really beat anybody significant, to be honest. I I think you got to go Shakopee 5, Prior Lake 6, Tonka 7, and round it out with Stillwater. I, but Prior Lake did beat Shakopee. 10 to 11, though. Who is Shakopee beat? No, I, nobody. I am. Look, I've seen Shakopee play. I'm high on Shakopee. I think they're a really good team. But they beat North. By one, that's a good win. They lost to uh, Prior Lake by one. That's a fine, a good loss. But I think they're getting hurt by their schedule a little bit. Like their out of conference like game was Chaska, and they beat them twenty two to one. Like, what does that tell you? Yeah, and a close game to a weak Egan team that that's standing out as a bad thing to me. I I, I don't mind flipping it. I think Tonka's well, for sure. Not, the like, like Prior Lake. Two, like they played close to Eastview, close to you know. If I'm being brutally honest, you know. And and who's to say that if Shakopee plays Benilde and Adina, that they don't lose by a similar, if not closer, margin? You know. Yeah, then- I think Prior Lakes for me. If we're just looking at wins and losses and and margin of victory and like keeping it objective, I mean, like. They've been they've lost to the number one, the number two, and the number four team in our rankings. They don't play Jefferson, um, but they've cru- like recently they've crushed teams. Like okay, the the six four game against Eastview, but maybe Eastview's maybe a better team than we think after the win against Egan. Look, I think Eastview's decent. So you know that may, maybe that's a little bit of a a fool's gold type thing where it's like, Oh, you only beat them by two. But I think we think Eastview's better. I, I haven't seen them play, yeah. um, but you know, uh, yeah, whatever, but they, they beat Rosemount by seven. They beat Apple Valley by 13, uh, a six, five loss to Chan, which is, you know, a close game, a 10 goal win against Farmington and a 15 goal win against Lakeville South. Like it, to me, they seem like a top five team despite three losses. So we're going, yeah. we're going prior Lake. I, yeah. I just, the only other thing, like maybe they aren't a top five team, but no other team plays a schedule that can allow me to really say like, like, Oh, could a Centennial or a Stillwater type team go into the same schedule that prior Lake has and have a, a six and three record or a seven and three record. Yeah. Okay. Prior Lake at five. So now we're looking at these, you know, the three, the next three. Um, 
names that pop out in my head, Shakopee, we've been talking about Tonka. Um, Stillwater has been in the conversation. Centennial, I'm not, I don't think I'm ready to put them there yet because of their schedule, but they could sneak in next week depending on how they do with BSM. They might be our number one team next week if they beat BSM. <laughs> um, St. Thomas Academy, you know, they've been sniffing. Um, you know, STA, STA doesn't have that marquee win for me yet, but they have played a respectable schedule, which I like, um, you know, Stillwater's only loss right now is to Chan. Um, what about Blake? Have they, have they had any wins? They've played a terrible schedule and, and they lost by six goals to Chan. So I'm not, they're not in the top eight. Um, Stillwater has in the, after that four to eight loss to Chan, um, they got the win against STA first game of the year. So you could maybe call that a top 10 win. Um, I don't know if STA was ranked in the top 10 at that point, but they are now. Yeah. Um, they have the win against Creighton. Creighton has been a decent team this year. Um, you know, again, playing pretty weak teams, but they, they've been winning by like 12, 13 goals in these games. So, um, only loss for Stillwater is to Chan, um, and pretty, pretty big margin of victory against their other teams. I, I might have to say Stillwater's my number six. I would support that JP. Yeah. I like that. I, uh, you've seen think, them play. Yeah. They've got stellar defense. I think I could put Stillwater over, um, Shakopee and Tonka. I think Shakopee and Tonka definitely and Stillwater are somewhere in that top eight where they fall into place there is a different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Stillwater is a good team. Um, the only you know, like they've got a great defense. I mean, they held Chan at a, at a high powered offense and shooting team to eight goals. And so the only, cool. again, I'm trying not to be subjective because I, I don't see every team's every game of every team. But that game against Chan, Stillwater was down 8-0 with like in the fourth quarter. And I again I'm not saying Chan put in backups or anything like that, but you know, they made it 8-4, but Chan dominated that game. So that that score, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if they're I didn't think they looked like a top 10 team, to be honest with you, but they've taken care of business recently, it looks like against some other teams. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe Tonka is a better team, but they haven't really, they really haven't blown me away with their score lines either, but they're not really built on offense. I don't know. That's tough. So we're going Stillwater six and yeah. then Shaco Tonka. What's the, what's the Shaco first or second? I think to- Tonka over Shakopee at this point. That's my opinion. JP? Uh, yeah, I was going to go the other way around, but those resumes are pretty much all the same to me. Um, so, yeah, I could, I, I, I like the shock B go top eight or go eight, Tonka seven. Okay. I, yeah, I think that six, seven, and eight could, could really beat each other on any given day. Uh, maybe even five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I think the top four are kind of in a league of their own. Mm. but um, I don't know. I think I, I honestly think 
eight through one could beat each other any night. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think anybody can, I, I, I agree with you that nobody is invincible this year. Uh, It's certainly, there isn't a team where you're like, yeah, nobody's touching them or like they're just a fast track to go undefeated. But again, I test for me, it seems like the top four ish teams, maybe top five, like they stand out as look like, again, just the look of them from what yeah. I've seen. Yeah. I'm like, okay, these, these teams can play. They, they got athletes. And then there's kind of another level of you, you get, They'll make that six through eight, maybe six through 10. But if you're basing it on lax hub of like, all right, this team could put the pieces together and, and sneak a win. But I don't think they're, I don't think we're ready to crown them state champions yet. Absolutely you know? not. I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying Shakopee's going to win state this year. Yeah. I could like, I could see Shakopee on a given night beating Jefferson. I, no, I agree. They, they have, they do have a really good team and I, I hope that they, um, sorry, my microphone broke here. I hope that they, who do they have any, any good games coming up? I mean, they play in the South suburban, but I don't think like some of the teams in the South suburban this year, haven't been as good as years past. So, right. Who do they have coming up? They don't, they have Rosemount Kennedy, Orno and Delano left. So I, I don't know if we're going to get a true, um, their schedule, their schedule isn't great, and that's been them. They did look good against Prior Lake, though that first game of the year. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think still, like, yeah, I think I'm going to take Tonka then Shakopee. I think that's how we had it, or that's how I had it originally. Yep, yeah, that's for me. Well, I think we've gone long enough. Hopefully, the listeners, at least a few of them, stayed stayed around and and uh, enjoyed the this week's conversation. What, what were our, our eight, our top eight, just in order, just so I can remember. Final reminder. Yep. Top, our, our grade eight will get tweeted out as well. Uh, BSM one, Chanhassen two, Jefferson three, Edina four, Prior Lake five, Stillwater six, Minnetonka seven, Shakopee eight. I like it. Yeah. We'll see where it lies next week though. And Centennial has a chance to be the one. Centennial's knocking. Centennial next week could go from off the list to number one on the list in one week. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll see what happens. I the coin has a chance to now nah, at least I have a I have a scapegoat for all the bad picks. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> it was a coin. So yeah. True. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in and we will talk again next week. See you guys.